What's good, world? I go by the name of Jabari. It's Monday. This is the Words with Friends podcast. And if you did not know what you should know very much now, you can donate to the Words with Friends podcast. You can support the podcast with a tip. Go to patreon.com slash Jabari. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jabari. If you're getting value from these podcasts, if you're enjoying them, support. And you can give a dollar tip, as little as a dollar, or you can give uh, $4, which is $1 a month. And uh, you can set your max, and you can donate however much you like. But that's how we ensure that the podcast keeps going and keeps running. And I can keep giving it to you guys every Monday. All right? So, with that being said, right now I'm with my homie, a friend of mine, who I've known for a little minute now, a few years. We go back. Uh, Karen Civil. Hi. <sighs> <laughs> the the legendary Karen Civil folks. Um, man, Karen, you do so much, but I just want you to explain to the people uh, first and foremost exactly what it is that you do and uh, how how you would like to title yourself. Um, <clears throat> I like to call myself an artist, artige. Hmm. Um, you know, I connect, I connect worlds, and. It's it's a little bit of creative, it's a little of PR, it's a little bit of digital marketing, strategy. So putting it under the Artigé title kind of works for me. Okay. Um, yeah. So let's go back. Let's go back years ago. Let's okay. Let's go back some years. So I met Karen in New York. So I don't even know what we were doing, or but I know some of the first... Like real dealings that me and you had together was uh, when you hooked me up with interviews with Young Money. Oh yes. So, so um, this is when I was helping them, you know, with their digital and like just a little bit of PR mm-hmm. <clears throat> because you know um, it was you know this is when it was Tyga, it was Fresh on Nicki and, yeah. and 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 Jay Mills and Wayne and everybody knew Wayne. Wayne's like, you know what? I gotta get these other guys some notoriety and some attention and I you know anybody that I knew you know that was media or blogger I was like hey you know do you want to interview you know Young Money yeah. and, that, and, and that's how it, it, it came about it was really just you know supporting the home team yeah yeah, yeah. I remember uh, we did an interview in uh, I think it was some hotel in DC and it was uh, I did an interview and it was Mac Man and it was Gutter Gutter J Mills J Mills and someone else I forget who else it was, but it was um, um, it was nice. We like rearranged the furniture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did what we had to do. We, yeah. we basically like bogarted the hotel lobby. Yeah. But um, it was it was it was fun and it was nice. Now, tell me a little bit about how you grew up. Did you always know that you wanted to be you know in the entertainment industry and working with artists? No, like um, growing up, you had like two options. Like when it came to entertainment, you only saw two sides really. Well, three. You were the entertainer. Mm-hmm. And I know I can't sing or rap or like dance. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's out. Then you were the TV host. You were the Nanda Lewis or the Carson Daly. Shout out to her. Oh, yeah. Man. So it's like you, you wanted to be on Teen Summit. You wanted to be on those things. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing was you were a radio VJ. Yeah. Because that was the next thing you got to not see but hear, which was Angie Martinez. It was Sunny at the time. Um... Yeah, and you know it's just um, star and buck wild. Yeah, so it's yeah, just yeah. like wanting to fit into that world. But I knew, 
I wanted to do something in the music entertainment space, but I just felt like at the time, and of course, they didn't really, you know, the, the digital era wasn't really there. You know, AOL just kind of came on the scene and they had the disc. Yeah. And it was fresh. It was like dial fresh up. on. Yeah, and I was doing the dial up. And you know how we used to like get the, the legal music and yeah, it took yeah, us yeah. forever and everything else. So it was it was pretty much a very different time. And um, I, I just immersed myself in that world. Like I started making websites, um, like fan sites. I did one for the Backstreet Boys. I did one for JD Williams. I was a big Immature fan. This was just out of personal. You just you just were a fan of these people, and you just wanted to. Yeah, I was a fan, and then I love the fact. I was so fascinated by the internet because mm-hmm. here it is. You can connect with people outside of like this small bubble you live in, which was my community in Elizabeth, New Jersey. So I grew up on pen pals. So I used to write people in China and this Mm. and that. But it would take like two weeks to a month to get a letter back. Yeah, yeah. So now I was like, wow, I can talk to people all over the place and people who have things in common with me. Because in school, I was pretty much an outsider. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't like to go to school dances. I didn't do what the kids like to do. I like to just go home and kind of like read. I was like a wallflower, kind of like a nerd. So... I found people who had things in common with me, who liked the internet, who liked the Backstreet Boys, who liked Immature, who liked J.D. Williams. So it, it, it worked out perfect. And I just uh, I just surrounded myself in in, in that life. And as, as time went on and digital media grew, I kind of figured out my niche, which was um, digital media and marketing. And then I, I formed all these wonderful relationships. It's weird. Like when I explain it to people, like, how do you know this artist? I'm like... It's so random. Yeah, like that's a lot that, of that's them. That's how it always happens. Yeah, it's like it's, you don't even I, remember how how you. No, I do, but it's just like it's so random, and mm-hmm. people like people wouldn't even believe me. I was like, it's not like hey, whatever the case may be. It's random. Like mm-hmm. August Alcina, he wrote me an email one day. Yeah, you know, J Cole, he a friend of mine's went to the gym with him. Mm. So it's like first time with Drake. He used to come to the young. He used to come not the young man. He used to come to the. Um, Dipset office to, to try to meet with Jim, and I knew who he was because I used to like the show Degrassi. Mm-hmm. So then that's where you know things like that formed. Um, like with Wayne and Mac Main, you know, I kind of met them when I worked with Dipset, but when I was in Miami, I just connected with them mm-hmm. when I was on South Beach. Wow. So it's it's just it's so weird when I tell people these stories of just like how did you meet? Like did you do this? I was like, no, it's random. Yeah, it's yeah. it's. It's it's super it's it's super super random. I forgot who I just met. Um, somebody from the dog pound I just saw in a grocery store downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "Hey, what's up?" That's how you connect. Yeah, the most yeah, random yeah. places. Yeah. You know, um, but I, I at the same time I think stuff is random. But I think you know you you, and when you have an intent, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And when you just sort of have this aura and you and you put things out there, it's like. It's it like, naturally it comes. It naturally yeah. happens, exactly. So and that's you. That's you for out, sure. Yeah, you. I, I definitely look at it like the energy you put out mm-hmm. is the energy that, you know, that's what comes back. Um, I definitely pride myself on, you know, I'm, I'm a big music connoisseur. I love music. I love to see artists win because I feel like when they're at their full potential, you know, they're at a great place. We create all these. We create all these positions. We create all these jobs where it just like it flourishes. Everyone, yeah. technically, when they eat, we eat. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. it's like it's 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 supporting the product. Mm-hmm. So they are the product, and I, I find ways to to support certain people, and and that's just the way it connects. You know, people reach out like, hey, I just want you to listen to my music. I want feedback, and I'm gonna go, hey, this is great, but 
Why don't you do this? You know, you have a song about this. Why didn't you connect with this company? I help them think about things that they naturally wouldn't think about. Yeah. Or the label is not discussing with them. And then I have this whole other side of um, people outside of the music industry who have relationships with, who want relationships with the people in the industry. They don't know how to connect. So I just bring those worlds together. Yeah, nice. And it, and it, and it works out perfectly. So... Okay, so you started, well, uh, well, I mean, I guess let's say your first sort of, you know, quote-unquote big break is working with Jim and Diplomats, right? I guess, no, my first big break was interning for Flex. Okay, interning for Flex, that's right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how did you, how, how did something like that happen? So, I wrote Angie Martinez an email mm -hmm. on a computer. and her Now, now first, let's, I'm sure this email was not like, you know, yo... I'm hungry. Like she, no, she like. had a contest. She had okay. an apprentice contest. Okay. And she told people to reach out to her. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? Um, she was like, she was looking for the next apprentice. This is when the show first started. Okay. Like, so she was doing her second season. And I wrote an email. I said, listen, I'm passionate about music. I said, you've paved the way. And I said something along the lines, like, you've paved the way. You know, I've, I would love to follow your blueprint, but also create my own my own path. Which is, which is a big point. A lot of people yeah. just want to copy yeah. what somebody else is doing. Already but, have done. Yeah. I felt like she, she gave me my starting point in mm -hmm. the direction I should go, but then again, I have to walk that path. I have to figure out my own journey. So she liked that. She liked what I had to say, and Mike, her apprentice at the time, reached out, and it went from like 100 to 30 to 15 to 10 to 5 to 3. I made the top 3, but at the time, I was, I'm like, I'm very um, antisocial. I'm like a hermit. So mm -hmm. I don't talk too much, mm -hmm. like when I'm in a new situation. So I was very quiet. So she was like, you know, you're not really, you're not really like, I, I need someone active. I'm like, mm. okay. I was like, I, I would, in my mind, I was like, I thought she just wanted somebody to work. I'm not, yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't need to be the sunshine just yet. Yeah. I'm okay with, you know, this is your platform, Art of War. Mm -hmm. You know, never outshine the master. Um, so she didn't pick me, but Flex liked me. And Flex uh, brought me on his show. But what was great is, maybe a few months down the line, I remember I was in the hallway and she was like, I should have picked you. I was like, thank you, English. <laughs> I was like, thank you so much. I saw it at Summer Jam a few years ago. And she was on the cart and she was like, Karen! And gave me the biggest hug and... I love Angie. She's just she's the epitome of just just someone who's poised and who's great and she's she's our Barbara Walters. Yeah, I grew up with Angie Martinez. I remember just like I mean there was if you had an interview on Angie Martinez, it was just like that was I it. had to listen. That you was know it, what I mean? yeah, you yeah. just they it was like no other option now. Yeah. You know, it's all these other options and things like that, but it's still Angie. You have to like when you go to New York Oh yeah, you gotta go. You to have them. to go to Angie's yeah. show. There's there's it's like a stamp of approval. Yeah, but it's like it's it's like a air like mm. it's something you just have to do yeah, when you touch yeah. down in new york you got to touch that angie martinez show and yeah. and i just i just i just love what she's done with the culture and, and just the you know what she's put out there for for women of color so mm. it's just it's 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 super perfect yeah yeah okay so you work with flex mm -hmm. um what did you learn from him you know like and like what exactly did, did the job entail were you sort I mean, of like an assistant or I mean, with Flex, you did whatever he wanted. You got Big Dennis T. Um, so this is more like an internship role. Yeah, it's okay. more like an internship role, and then it went to like an assistant for the show. Mm -hmm. But again, no job was too big. You'd write questions for the guests. You'd make sure the guests were great. 
But then I would be going to go buy him tube socks at Rite Aid. <laughs> so uh, more than anything from just being on the Funkmaster Flex show, because it was a lot of different people who worked on it, from mm-hmm. Tat Wizza to Big Dennis to him, I just learned patience, mm. you know, um, hard work and dedication. And it's okay. you were going to get your hands dirty, mm. you know, um, and, and, and that more than anything is, was important to me because now in my, now in my career, people are like, Oh, you still do that. I was like, nothing's too big. Nothing's too small. Yeah. You got to do whatever, whatever sort of needs to be, to be done. Yeah. It's, it's whatever, whatever it takes and just not having that too good notion and knowing when to, you know, move to the next thing, create the next thing, start fresh, not just stay stagnant. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of other people have done. He's continued to, you know, renovate and set a trend and start stuff. He started with, you know, I helped him create the blog. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, he started with his app. Yep. You know, now he has a sneaker situation. So, you know, he's he, he's 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 doing great work. You know what's so funny about Funk Flex, man? is that uh, this guy had a shoe deal. He's like the first DJ to have a shoe deal, mm-hmm. I think. He had a driving glove. A driving glove and yeah. a driving boot. Yeah. The lugs joint. Yeah, he had the he had the lugs boot. And I remember when I used to do the promo runs with Dipset in, in um, Pennsylvania, so many people used to wear his lugs. Crazy. Like, so many people used to wear his lugs. I actually have his car here. Um, he had little toy cars. Yeah. Yeah, he gave me his uh, his number one and he signed it. Oh my gosh. But yeah, Flex had a lot of things. He had the he had the he had the deals with, with Steve Rifkin. Um um his albums went like gold. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he had the he had the two T V shows on, yep. on M T V and then he had the car show. Oh, the car show was is this yeah. still doing that? The car show is huge in New York. I think I think he may be bringing it back, mm-hmm. but he started like he made the car shows cool for us. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. To go for look sure. at people's cars and put things. And there was in so there. many artists that you would come see with with their they rides. They performed. Yeah, he basically created like a version of like kind of cribs for yeah, cars. Yeah, stuff. for cars. Yeah, you know, yeah. like the, the he was competing with like the dubs. The, like the dub car show and things because you got to see these artists perform yeah. and then you got to see how they ride. Yeah. So that in itself was crazy. Yeah. Like you, and it was only like 20 bucks. Yeah. Now Flex is the man. Yo. Another person that is, I just grew up on on Hot 97 and just, you know, I remember certain records of, that are that are like hits. Like I remember H to the Izzo, the first time I ever heard it was on Hot 97 and he brought it back like eight times and dropped so many bombs on it. And at the time, I was just like, damn, this is the best song ever. And I didn't even mind. They're like, It's just like when Flex was, was bringing something back that many times, you just knew it was fire. Yeah, when Flex, when Flex dropped that bomb and brought it back and talked over it, you just felt it in the city. You just yeah. felt that excitement like, yes. Yeah. It, just, it, it just meant so much. It just meant so much to the culture. And it just was just like, it's here. Kind of how... You get that feeling when, like, artists like Michael Jackson used to, um, like, debut his his music videos, like on after on after The Simpsons or on MTV. Yeah, yeah, it was MTV, like a, yeah. it was like, oh my god, a big thing. Mm-hmm. You'd sit around the radio, you'd sit in your car and not want to get out because you're yeah. like, I want to hear this record, bring it back, and you didn't even care it was the clean version. Yeah, you just absolutely loved it because Flex touched it. Nowadays, it's not really like that, you know. It's like. Stuff drops, and I don't think stuff has that big of an impact now. Like, what do you think about nowadays um, with music dropping? It's it's different because you had you didn't really have that many sources. You mm-hmm. had you had one source, which was Flex on the radio, mm-hmm. and then 
the tape or the vinyl and then you go to the club yeah. and you, you record it off the radio. Now you have audio Mac, you have um, you have the websites, yeah, artists have the SoundCloud, artists the SoundClouds. It's so many, so many options. So many. It's like sometimes I, I kind of look at music at times like fast food. Like think when you're going down the highway and it's all these choices on both sides. Yeah, that's what it is. So it's just like it kind of it kind of comes and goes so quickly. Yeah. Now it, it it doesn't have the meaning it used to. Now you really have to put out like a good body of work for people to care or yeah. for people really to notice and, yeah. and keep it going. But I think that's kind of the dope thing too about the internet is that, you know, so many, it's so much stuff out there that you have to, for something to break through, it's like it really has to be dope. Now. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely a gift and a curse because there are great records that get missed. Yeah. There are definitely yeah, yeah, great yeah. records that get missed, that get skipped over. Um, but then again... You know, um, one thing I love about the internet, it, it gives me a chance to find new artists that I've that you, you would never, never found yeah. on the radio. And a lot of the things on my iTunes is people you probably never heard of. So I'm just like I'm just like a fan mm-hmm. of of just music in general, and it's just great that it, it gives me it gives me this option. So okay, so now let's 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 get to. Dipset and how was it like working with them and what were you doing working with them and also don't you have a credit on We Fly High yeah was what, what so did you write that or what no, did no, you write no. the hook or are you singing on the hook or what no the girl on on We Fly High you're the girl yeah yo I bet I I I know so many people don't know that yeah I mean that's that's like you know because that's before the internet was the internet <laughs> yeah. so a lot of things so didn't that's exist. you saying We Fly High yeah. So it's like before a lot of things existed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was part of, you know, when I was there, I helped create the Dipset Mixtapes website. Um, so I was pretty much I handled, I did digital marketing, and then I went to A and R admin, and I was working with Duke, um, Duke the God. So it was it was pretty much everything that I learned from Flex. You got to just be hands on and do everything. So that means even if it means getting in the booth, and singing a hook. Yeah, you know. Um, then you know, making Zeke when Zeke was locked up, do the skits, mm. um, all those little, all those little different things. Whatever you had to do, you just did it to get it yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, crazy man. Um, and so, I guess when did you, you know, what, well, first of all, what was it like, you know, working around? I mean, you started with a lot of, you know, male, uh, sort of high energy, sort of like. You know, almost like alpha male personalities. These guys, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like, so how is it like being a girl, working with all of these people, and and even to this day now, you know, I mean, we'll we'll get into how many other artists you work with now, mm-hmm. and you're continuously working with. But like, how is it like, you know, still maintaining, you know, uh, you know, because you command a lot of respect. Your mm-hmm. everybody respects you, and but I'm sure you know. Some, it's it's at the end of the day, it's like. You're working with guys nonstop, twenty four seven, and I'm sure that could get a little crazy at times. Yeah, you just it's 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 honestly I've learned through the years to balance it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I remember a league of their own. So there's no crying in baseball. He's like, "Are you crying?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just been my life philosophy. Like, mm-hmm. are you crying? There's no crying in life. So. You know, there are the nights where I did, unfortunately, have to, and I just sucked it up and did what I had to do. Because at times, you know, these alpha males, they're alpha males, you don't you don't want to come off weak. 
You know yeah. what I mean? It's 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 not about the strength of lifting 200, 300 pounds, but just the strength of sitting in a room, uh, commanding that respect, getting the getting uh, the attention, getting your voice heard. Mm-hmm. So that really helped me through the years. That really helped me get to where I am because now I know how to navigate through a room of just alpha folks in general because there are women mm-hmm. like that too. So just alpha folks in general, just how it needs to be done. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think in those early days, what were some of the lessons that you walked away from, you know, working with those those artists and, and those sort of big personalities? Um, you never take nothing too personal. Hmm. And, you know, there are things that I just, like, I super took to heart, things that were said, you know, um, and just realizing, you know, I kept saying, oh, it's a family, it's a family, it's a family. But, like, with a family... People argue, people mm-hmm. could leave, people, you know, and it was like a understanding what a real family is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that was, that was, it, it, those times was a very rough time for me, but it was a learning lesson. It was, it was, it was a great start to my career. Um, I'm thankful for it. I still love Duke to God. I love Adrian Williams. Those guys are still doing great. You know, he has A-Rap music. A-Rap is killing the um, yeah, and Duke is in a whole nother space, and it's just, it's 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 great. No, no. Yeah. So then, you know, at what point did you say, okay, I want to stop in this direction, and I want to go in, in another direction? I mean, then, then it was that point where I was there, and you can feel it was like towards the end when the arguing with the guys was starting to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I started to work with Max B., Oh, you know, that's another that's another yeah. one you set up for me. Yeah. One of my most legendary interviews was with Max B. This man had me all up and down Harlem going through going into corner stores and pulling out wads of money. money. Oh yeah. my gosh. He, he, he was wavy. So wavy. Was, Shout out to Max, man. Yeah, you set that up. It was Max B and I was working with Wale. Yeah. And um Wale got his his deal at Interscope. And the whole dynamic just changed. You know, it was like a new team came in, a new rollout. And, you know, much love to him. Um, But Max, unfortunately, he caught the charge. And this made me just reevaluate my whole situation because I was like, here are two things I thought were going to be great after post-dipset. And I have neither. So I got to figure out what's going to happen with my life. What am I going to do? And I was like, I've spent so long branding these people and building someone else I need to build myself I need to create a lane for myself so people know who I am and what I do and you know people know I'm here at the end of the day if they don't still understand it which I understand because they have like I feel like my blueprint hasn't been created before Mm -hmm. so I know there's going to be people who always ask what does she do because it's no real one title yeah but I was like at least at least I will have purpose. I will have purpose in this industry. And that's what I did when I started my website. I started it. I interviewed Olivia. I interviewed Dylon. And I interviewed Drake. Those mm-hmm. were the first three interviews. It was random. I said, these just happen to be people I know. Yeah. I'm going to make it work. Then slowly I started to connect with other people. I, you know, I eventually got the J. Cole interview. Then I got... Um, currency mm-hmm. and then slowly just relationships started to build and it just one by one it's 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 crazy like now my phone reads like an artist directory 
And half the time, it's not even about, yo, you're in the studio. It's just, how's your child doing? Mm-hmm. What's happening with this? Like, I just had a conversation with Omarion. He's so happy he's about to give. Um, him and his uh, girlfriend, April, are about to give birth uh, to a beautiful baby. And it's just having those conversations it's yeah. nothing about when's the album coming out I need music Yeah, it's just now it's at a relationship it's just a respect level and just being excited for someone well that's what happens I think in, in any industry and this mm-hmm. is like you know in the, in the entertainment industry and music industry people look at it like you know it's uh because it's on on such a stage you know what mm-hmm. I mean people think that it's like these people are different or like everybody is like you know well a lot of people ask me like how is this person really like? Or how is it? And it's like, they're just like you and me, man. They go home and they eat a sandwich and then, yeah. you know. It's, it's weird because, that. you know, I, I guess it's heightened and taken to a whole nother level. But I was like, it's it's crazy. Those, when I first moved to L.A., those quote-unquote celebrities, um, as people would call them, were the first to usher me in and to do things. Mm-hmm. Like, Mac Miller was one of the first and why we had a great relationship. We would just go get something to eat at... Um, Kitchen 24, mm-hmm, yeah. you know, we would just hang out and people, people, it's hard, but like normal people don't like to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Folks don't like to hang out anymore. <laughs> yeah, they want to go to the club. People, they want to yeah. do something big. Yeah. So, you know, they well, that's because like, a lot of normal, I mean, well, not I it's mean, like kind of everybody, reversed. yeah, everybody, it's like people want to be seen and they want to live their life through like social media and like live this enhanced life. But then other people with like. A lot of times you might see people with a huge following yeah. and all this stuff. They kind of just, just want to fall back. And yeah, so that's that's really what it was. And yeah. so that's who I like connect, who I had most of my connection with when I came to L.A. It's just like my relationships got better and grew because you go to things like Runyon to just hang out, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. It's and crazy. so, you know, I remember I remember when you had first told me that you uh, got the job at Beats. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it was it was a while ago. I mean, you've been working there for what? Um, I don't I don't work there anymore. Oh, but how how long when you started? It was three years. It was okay, three yeah, years. Yeah. Last last month made three years. Okay. And what was great about it was, it was when All Star was in L A. Mm-hmm. This is when they were part of Monster. So yep. uh, this gentleman who worked at Monster, his name was Sincere, reached out and he said, "Hey, we're having a gifting suite." I said, "Okay, cool. I'm gonna come." You know, then they were like, hey, you know, we'll let you make your headphone. I was like, I can make a headphone? Why? Because it was weird to me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, this was before, you know, companies cared about blogs. Like, yeah, especially yeah, urban yeah. blogs. Yeah. So I was like, well, while I'm here, me being me, I was like, I work with Lil Wayne. I'd want to make one for Wayne. Because he would appreciate this more than I will. Because I know I just wear little buds. Mm-hmm. So I said, then I'd like to make one for J. Cole, too. And they were like, oh, you know these guys? I was like, Yeah look at my site yeah. so um, they were like oh okay cool and I don't know if she thought I would like they thought I was lying or whatever so they gave me a whole bunch of product and so when I'd go to the in- when I'd go do interviews or I'd go to the studio or whatever I'm like hey I got these headphones from Beats you want them you know I would just show love and they're like dope thanks so if they put it on they'd give me a picture I'd snap a picture and I sent it to the girl it was just it was just me paying it forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just connecting the dots. Yeah. So then I would send it to this girl, Jessica, and she sent it to Omar Johnson, who's the president of marketing. So he hit me, he said, hey, how do you, like, know all these people? I was like, I just do. He was like, do you go through management? I was like, no. This is, I just do. And he was like, well, I want to send you some more stuff. Um, 
can I give, can I, um, can you send me more pictures? I was like, sure. So his test was, did he had a Ciroc shoot for Bob? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I'll give you headphones and you can go and get some content, some pictures. I said, all right, cool. I'll go with my team. This is when I had my own Karen Silver team. So I show up and they're like, can I help you? I was like, oh, I'm here with Beats. They're like, for what? And he didn't tell me he wasn't invited. <laughs> so I called him and I was like, hey, are you supposed to be here? He's like, yeah, I was thinking maybe you can move a new maneuver around it. I was oh, like, he just had you caught out there. Yeah, he just like <laughs> threw me under the bus. But you know what? I made it work because I knew the DJs. I was like, hey. And I knew Aubrey from Sobac. I was like, hey, Aubrey, you know, I just I happened to be walking by and I just mm-hmm. want to get some headphones for the guys, take some pictures. He was like, you really just took over my shoe? I was like, come on, man, we're working together. <laughs> It, they had all the top DJs there. Hmm. I got all the top DJs to do an interview, quick interview with me, yeah. and to take pictures and product because they were already dressed up, suited, looked nice. I got the pictures, sent them back to me. He was like, I can't believe she pulled this off. Wow. So then from there, they were like, hey, we want to offer you a position. We saw the stuff you were doing with Wayne. And I was just like, well, <clears throat> I just bought a condo in Jersey. I'm kind of fulfilled. I yeah. was like, I feel like I made it. I lived on the Morris section of Elizabeth, New Jersey, which that's like the good area. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm, I made it. I'm happy. Then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. Because at the end of the day, I was like, what am I really doing in Elizabeth? Why am I here? I have my family moved. I have no children. It's just me and my dog. And I don't go out. I don't hang with anyone here. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, Karen, you got to come on. So um, I, he sent me an offer sheet and I sent back all these like stupid demands ship my car do this next day air this all this stuff and they took care of it I remember you told me that you were like yeah like I got a car out here I got my car out here and da 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 yeah. I was like whoa yeah they took care of everything and I was like you know what I'm out of here and I was like I'm gonna make it work cause at the end of the day I was like if it doesn't work I can always come back home mm-hmm, mm-hmm. home is not going nowhere I was like I can always come back home and I'll be alright Oh, and so, you know, I mean, you you just did so much for them. I mean, you were doing what social media marketing essentially. Um, right? When I started, it was social media marketing, mm-hmm. and I'm still in charge of. But now, Beats hired my company to do entertainment lifestyle, so I'm no longer an employee. Okay. Um, Which is a boss move. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, you hire. You know, you hire my company. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't necessarily want to work for. A company I want or a certain person you know mm-hmm. you feel like it's the regular nine to five you need to be in the office I want to work for my home yeah I want to be comfortable I want to you know on your own things. terms yeah on my own terms and but, you know when I started my company that was the that was my purpose yeah. and and beats agreed and it's wonderful I'm happy I still get them what they need mm-hmm. you know I'm still taking care of I'm still part of the family so it's great a lot of people don't realize, Karen, is that, you know, when you're working for yourself, it's like you have to, people think that it's like you wake up when you want to and you can do whatever. Absolutely it's you, not. You work more harder than you, you did harder. if you did have a nine to five. You walked in, you walked in here and you're like, man, you're tired. Yeah. And it's only seven. Yeah. I've been up since 6 a.m. It's so much to do and it's so much things happening yep. that you have meetings, you have this. It's it's It never stops. And you know in LA, half your day is in traffic. Yep. So you have to plan accordingly. Um, my day is not going to be over till about 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's just like the grind continues. Things still happen. Um, but you work harder. Yeah. Because it's not... I've, I've set it up where it's certain guaranteed checks mm-hmm. or guaranteed income. 
But when you're first starting your businesses, it's not guaranteed. You know what it is to be in this entertainment industry where people get you get paid in net 30. You oh don't get paid gosh, in yeah. a week. <laughs> yeah. So you can do a job in March. Oh my you're goodness. not getting paid sometimes till June. Um, I just got paid. I just got paid for something that I did one year ago. Yeah, absolutely. That and they happens. act like they were doing me a favor by yeah. giving me my money. They were like, here you go. Yeah. And I was just like... No apology, no nothing, but that's what it is. Yeah. But now I've I've created a system where it's you know I have I have I have cash flow. Yeah, you know it's and that's what a startup is. You have to you have to spend amount. You have to spend a certain amount. You have to save a certain amount. You have to make sure your credit is accurate. You have to do things. You have to have open line of credit. Your credit cards and it's mm-hmm. all these things that come into play because you don't want to be like oh, waiting on a check, then it feels like you're working. Yeah. You have a job, yep, yep. which sucks. And, and, you know, and I'm so glad you touched upon this because it's like, I want people to hear that, you know, because so many people, like you said, you know, they might scroll through your Instagram and be like, oh, what does she do? Or she just knows all these people or she just whatever. And it's like, it's so much more you know, than just that. They you know just, what I mean? Like, they, they, it's, it's funny because they, they just see the photo. I get the most random things like, what exactly do you do? <laughs> I'm like, Google's here. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, Google's here. You can do see what research. I do. Yeah. And yeah. then there's the, which which is kind of sad because I think with the day and age we're in, mm-hmm. with with how far we've come in society and all the rights and all the things that people would look at, would, would see um, a black female in the light of not just being someone's girlfriend or so much mm-hmm. who she's sleeping with. So it's just like, I see those comments and it's like, Oh, she must be sleeping with that person. I'm like, no. That's crazy. No. Yeah. Like, no. I'm like, I'm in a relationship, a very great relationship. Mm-hmm. They are not a rapper. They are not in the industry. And it's just, it's it's very private. And it's just like, this is not, this is not the only option. And it's, yeah. and it's, it's, it's so mind boggling that people will believe the negative and have a hard time believing the truth. And it's just like, really? Yeah. But then again, then again, you know, um, my mom told me she was like, "You can't, you can't stop at every barking dog, you know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I try not I like to. The, like out of the out of the ten comments, seven, you know, six may be some some girls who need you know guidance in their career or whatever the case may be. So I'll make sure to have the conversations with them mm-hmm. and ignore the other folks because you're watching for a reason. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. I mean, so what what would you tell somebody, you know, because I think that you're an excellent role model for especially young girls who are trying to to make it in this thing. What would you what would be your advice to them on like how to be doing something? Not even just what you're doing. Right. But just something similar or just, you know, they want to they're not a they're not a model or they're not a actress or they're not a singer or they're not, you know, but they still want a taste of the entertainment industry or the creative industry, something like that. I just like to tell people. And I'm, I'm a, I like to be a walking example of just being yourself. Mm-hmm. I am content because society has told us, and the way it's set up, you need to be lighter. Your butt needs to be bigger. You need to wear $5,000 shoes, have $10,000 handbags, and do all this stuff. I am okay once you find the strength to be okay with who you are as an individual, mm-hmm. and you find your inner strength. That's where it starts. That's where the confidence comes. Because for a very long time, I did not like myself. Mm. And it's and it's weird because Why? it's just like... Because you think you have to be prettier. 
Mm. You know, you have to a society's terms of being pretty, what people say about you, your hair, how you look, your, the way you dress, and just like, I'm not funny enough, I'm not stylish enough, I'm not this, I'm not that. We are our biggest critics. Yeah. And once I realize I need to stop, and God has created me in this form, and my mother has done, I, I, I realized I was disrespecting my parents who went out of their way to raise me for who I am, for for my beliefs and everything around me, and I was just throwing away everything they worked for to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's not who that's not what that's not what was working and I wasn't walking in my purpose. That wasn't working in my favor. When you spend so much time trying to be someone else instead of the person you created, it's such a waste of time. And I spend so much time trying to be someone else, trying to fit my trying to fit someone else's mold Mm -hmm. it just doesn't work and now i'm at a place you know every day is every day i'm not going to pretend i'm perfect every day is a constant struggle to be better you know to to um mentally be okay with who i am what i'm doing what i'm achieving finding my purpose walking in that purpose and and continuing to understand there are young girls young young a younger generation who's looking at you and now you've become a role model. Mm-hmm. And now it becomes a little bit different where it's not even about me anymore. Like my life now and certain choices that I've made, I realized last like year when I started to tweet certain things and I got backlash, I was like, Karen, you get, you're, it's not for you anymore. You are walking in the purpose of other people who want to eventually do this. You're, you're creating a blueprint. So you have to remember that. So um, it's really finding the strength to be you. And it sounds so generic, but a lot of people, a lot of us aren't. Whatever the new thing is, we want to go and get it. Yeah. You know, it's just like, do we really need it or do we just want it because that's what it is? Mm -hmm. So it's those types of things where now I'm okay with, I listen to, on the way here, I listen to Shy Glizzy, but then... Shout out to Glizzy. um, Then I'll listen to, uh, let me, what's her name again? I'll listen to the girl from Glee. So Mm -hmm. it's just like... I'm a, Leah Michelle, like, I'm okay with that, you know, re- being home, reading my books with my dog, you know, I'll go and I'll wear the high-end shoes, then I'll wear my Toms, I'm okay. Well, that's the thing, I mean, every, you know, there's, you're a person, right, so yeah. there's, there's, you know, there's so many elements to you, and there's so many facets to you, and, and not every, but the thing is, I think in this social media age that we live in, People want to put people in a box and they want to say, well, this person is this and this is the only thing I expect from them. But I think that the illest thing about now is like, you know, we can show how diverse we are. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And we can like be into so many different things. And like that is the, in essence what makes somebody unique is is that they are not one sided, that they are not lumped in this one box and yeah. that they have, you know, all these elements to them. People at this point have to know diversity rules. Mm-hmm. You have a black president. You have a white rapper bringing home all the hip hop awards. Shout out to Macklemore. You know, you have, you have um, colored TV owners. You know, channel owners. Oprah, J Lo, Diddy. So diversity rules. And this box people try to put me in is mm-hmm. not going to happen because I'm never going to go in this box, especially with everything happening in our world. Yeah. And it's just like, if I want to wake up and I tell people that, I was like, if you don't understand what, you know, an artist, artist is and connecting the dots, that's your problem. 
Um, if I want to wake up and work with this person, I will. You know, I just produced a show for um, a very large TV network. I co-produced it. So it's just like, I'm doing what I want to. Mm-hmm. Now we're at a place where before we couldn't do this. I couldn't ever fix my face. I could never fix my face and say, I'm co-producing a show with some of uh, hip-hop's elite. Never. You're going to be like, you're bugging. Now I'm doing all of that. You know, where it's yeah. just... It's, it's all this stuff I'm doing, you know, building building playgrounds in Haiti. Um, I have a hat coming out with New Era. And it's just all this all this stuff where it's, again, it's walking in my purpose. Mm-hmm. Everything I wrote down when I was young, all the stuff I wanted to do, I'm doing. This right here is my place is, when I was in the eighth grade, I said I wanted a place like this. I designed my bed. This is the bed I designed mm-hmm. uh, when I was 13 years old. I said, I want to live in a glass, I want to live in like a glass place. Yeah, I mean, as soon as you, you know, come in, it's all Yeah, glass. so you re- so you remember not to throw stones. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just all these, all these little metaphors and all these little things. And I'm doing that. I'm walking. It took a few years, but walking in that purpose and I'm doing what I said that I would. Because now we have, we have so many facets and so many connections and so many opportunities with the way Google, YouTube, connections. And before... I like to tell people with an artist, I said, I could never have a connection like this with an artist. Now I have a relationship with like the Backstreet Boys, but growing up, it wasn't like this. You wrote to a fan club and some intern or somebody at the label wrote you back. Now you can write them on Twitter. There's that direct connection. So now you have a direct connection to your career and to your path. So now you just got to figure out how do you, how do you move forward? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said the other day, and and this got retweeted a bunch, but I said, you know, social media could be the biggest and like the biggest enhancement for your career or the worst way to waste time. Yeah, it can be. You know, I see people who sit and talk about nothing all day, Mm. you know, the worst. I use it to push uh, my website, new business, what I'm doing. You know, I have something that tells me when I should be tweeting, what I should be talking about, certain things, how to grow my channel. Like, social media is a business, and I make a lot of money off of Twitter. And it's just like, so it's it's so funny when I see these people, you know, all these negative comments and all these things, and I'm like, you know, you spent a day saying this to me, and that didn't stop my coins. Yeah. That didn't stop, like, <laughs> that didn't stop me from doing what I had to do. Yeah. And, Yeah. So those are those people that are wasting their time, mm-hmm. and I just I just try to use my time wisely. Absolutely, and I think you're doing that tenfold more than you even know, Karen. I mean, you it's you're always an inspiration for me, and I just love seeing you grow. Seriously, like from from New York and just from grinding so hard back in the day until now, it's like. I love it, yo. And I just know that you're about to... You're just going to be... You are a force right now, but you're going to be an even bigger force in, in this you. whole thing. I know it. So, with that being said, well, lastly, what are you looking to do now? You know, what's the what's the new new chapter? What's the new goals for you? Um, I'm getting, I'm getting more on the side of giving back. Giving back to a culture that has mm-hmm. given me so much. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm working with the Sow a Seed organization... I'm just I'm just kind of changing my lifestyle and my outlook because now it's not just about music. It's not just about me hanging or going to the studio. You know, um, I'm creating a thinking cap with New Era, which I'm really excited about. Mm. Um, you know, I have a book um, 
an affirmations book coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, looking for November for my birthday. That's going to be my gift to the gift to the universe. Um, and this charity stuff that I'm doing in Africa and as well as Haiti. I'm just really excited. I'm I'm just on a whole new path. I'm still going to continue to keep my sight, continue to keep that growing. I'm on a whole new path of doing that work, working with Nipsey Hustle. I'm really excited. Yeah, so I like a lot doing. of stuff that he's doing, man, and I've seen you guys doing. Um, working with Crenshaw working, line is dope too. Thank you. Working with him, you know, getting getting him to where he needs to be, and um, yeah, that's that. Nice, nice, and um, let these people know. Where they can follow you. If they don't know who Carousel is, you don't know you're sleeping under a rock. Man, wake up. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you said it best. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me at KarenCivil.com mm-hmm. and Karen Civil on everything Facebook, Twitter. Super simple. You Instagram, got that scooped up. Vine. Yep, I, mm-hmm. make, I claim my name on every me too, man. new thing that comes out. So you actually told me out. that. Yeah, you told it, me that years ago, yeah. and that's what I started doing. As soon as it comes out, boom. It don't even matter. matter. I got stuff it, that's like that. I don't even, even use. Knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even use. Yep. I just I just hold it down just in case. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, oh, man, this is a great convo, man. So you guys know what it is. Every Monday, subscribe, Words with Friends, SoundCloud.com slash Jabari in the iTunes store. Words with friends. Um, and like I said, if you're getting value from these conversations, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jabari and give a tip. Give a dollar tip. Uh, do them once a month or once every week for a month. And uh, man, I love it. I love these conversations. I love sitting with people like Karen. So, man, I'm just, I, I walk away just so like rejuvenated and revived and man. Get on the grind, y'all. And remember, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. It's Words with Friends. Bye. Peace.